okay, I think I'm good to go. Yeah, I was just about to say, if we're all good to go, and then I started, like, collapsing. <laughs> so. <laughs> if we are good to go. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 11 of Oh My God, They Were Teammates. Oh my God, they were teammates. Oh my oh God. My God. Today, we are uh, joined by me, Iris, we have Puff, and we have our fantastic intern, Jess, with us. So it's just the three of us today. Uh, mm-hmm. We are going to catch you up on three whole weeks of content, so bear with us. Um, I don't know why I nodded. They can't see it. Yeah, but <laughs> it helps. It, it made me feel heard, Puff, so it's good. Okay. Uh, apologies for any, like, coughing weirdness. Uh, none of us are feeling particularly great today, um, but we're pushing through it, and we're still going to have a great freaking episode. Because we got to get to this stuff from round one of the playoffs at some point, right? Yeah. Hopefully before playoffs is, like, over. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So by the time you hear this, playoffs will probably be over. Probably, yeah. Start on the final round, and we're still talking about game one. Yep. So good. Well, no, it's not the final round. It's the conference finals. No, Jess is joking. Oh, sorry. Okay. No, I, I didn't. I thought you meant now for some reason, and then I realized you meant when the episode releases. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we are on the eve of the conference finals. We even are. though we don't have a fucking clue who's going to play Tampa in the Eastern Conference final, but you know. It's going to be the Rangers. You're manifesting? Jess has okay. decided it's going to be the Rangers. Well, that would, require, that would require Carolina losing at home, which they haven't done. But they also haven't won on the road, so you just, I that's that's not that wasn't even in our script, but like I think that's the weirdest stat I've come across. I mean, on the one hand, I really like, cause you know we're all about the narratives, we're all about the teammates. Yeah. So I've really been enjoying uh, Kochikov, uh, Kuchi, and Svechnikov, uh, yeah. which I think we mentioned the last time. Yeah. And mm, I, yeah. but I all on the other hand, I really enjoy uh, whatever the hell Mika is banned. <laughs> I am sorry. I have no idea how to say that. And Chris Kreider are, are doing. There. I mean, we have some, like, really funny Mika, Zabanajad, and Chris Kreider. That iPad moment. Let, let's catch everyone up on that. Yes. It's where you want to start. I loved that. It's exactly where we want to start. Looks. Like, <laughs> what is up with that? Yeah. No, I love that. I love when you look at it and you don't know the context because it looks like Chris just loses his shit for no reason. And Mika's like, okay. Like, he doesn't even, like, look phased at all, which is my favorite part of that. Because it's like, like, okay. You see your liney just toss the iPad and it's like, okay, sure. Okay, okay. You could just plug in so many different scenarios. Like, it's got dad is tired of listening to the same baby shark song and takes it away. (laughs) Or it also has, like, maybe don't uh, text your drunk ex, drunk text your ex, like, all of these vibes could fit that moment. It could be anything, really. <laughs> yeah. When really, it's just Chris doesn't want Mika to look at his bad plays, and it wasn't. Well, it even wasn't that even bad a bad play. play. It was like he, he missed on something, or he like whiffed on. Yeah, no, yeah. he had a breakaway, and I think he hit the post. Something um, like that. And, and then, Chris Carter was like, then, "No, you are so good, and I love you. And next time, you'll get it." And he was like tossing the iPad away. It was, yeah, he it was, was no like, "Don't vibes. dwell on your mistakes. We'll just get it next time or something." Yeah. Like, but because Mika was like, "Yeah," because I believe Mika was like going back over the play, and Chris was like, "Not now." 
No bad uh, well, vibes on this bench. Yeah, nope. no, I was watching a game after, I forget which game it was, but during that intermission, they showed an interview with uh, Mika where they asked him about that. They said, Do, does Chris owe you for the iPad? And he started laughing and he said, uh, no, but I think he might, he has to talk to the team about that. It's like the team iPad. <laughs> I owes the team for that one. Yeah, I, I do like their, you you repay them. their post game of them together and whoever asked about it. Uh, and Mika's oh, yeah. just like, oh no, you threw it. You answer this question. And- <laughs> Go ahead. You fucking threw it. <laughs> well, <he's- laughs> he was looking at the breakaway, and I heard him start second guessing his move, and I didn't really like that. You beat him clean at the post. I need the second guess. That was so good. Yeah, and Chris just looked so embarrassed. He was like, oh, Lord, that got caught on camera. It was so great. But, I mean, Chris isn't the only one who got caught on camera doing something embarrassing. Mika trying to get back to the bench after having a skate blade issue is also something. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I feel bad for them whenever they have a skate blade issue because, you know, like, essentially you're putting your team a man down. But the way they get have to get back to the bench and the ways they figure it out, it's always so fucking funny. <laughs> so, like, as long as nothing bad happens, it's so great. I just want it to happen all the time. I don't, I don't want any, like, actual goals to be scored during that time, but I just want yeah. them all to have to figure out how to get back. Exactly. Like, I would watch in... Uh, an all-star game event where they all have to like race with a broken skate blade like you yes. know how they do the, the fastest skater lap i want to see them do that but one skate the fastest skater with one skate yes and yes. then they can That's, do whatever could, technique just they take, want take curling and replace the little what is that thing called i don't rock? even know Broom? yeah so replace Sorry, I was the a rock for a while. with a player with one skate and <sighs> your goalie stick is the broom or the pushy thing, and that's your oh all-star competition. <laughs> you don't you have push to see the how rock. Far. You, you, sh- you don't push the rock. I don't know you how curling works. You sweep in front of it to like you just have to, to sweep to... the ice so it can. Like... How does? Yeah. Okay, but how do you get the rock moving to begin with? Somebody has to like throw it. Okay, well that's the goalie's job. We don't then. know shit about curling, y'all. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this like, is like, not a curling I, I podcast. Throw, but it's more of a. Uh, it's more of a push. But like mm. they they say like Papa's like I'm throw, Canadian I'm going I know this I will <laughs> no I, it's because I actually did do curling for a while um I thought you knew that I think I, I like knew maybe that. I should have known this and I no just I didn't did remember. I did curling for a few years so I do know this I just um, know about the swimming so yeah no I do remember that once my friend was told to uh, they did like a curling unit in gym. Which was weird because I, my school never did that. But anyway, they did a curling unit and he was told to throw the rock. And so he's like, ah, this must be like bowling. And he fucking like throws it full speed and it like hits the other end. Anyway, don't do that. <laughs> That's off topic from our podcast. But anyway, yes, I would totally watch an NHL all-star game event where it's like get around with one skate. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Let's see how like fast it. the fastest skater is with only one skate. Connor McDavid, to it. Take forever. Yeah, I feel like they need goofier events in the All Star Game. Like, oh, very true. Like they're all too serious. Yeah, they tried to get a little, a little with like the cards and, but it wasn't. Yeah, no, the breakaway challenge was okay. Like yeah. it was okay, but like, no, but, they like can shooting, do shooting at those cards and like getting a certain number, and it was. 
That yeah. was a fun Vegas idea. I was like, get goofier, get ridiculous, do the like yeah. one skate race, do the, I don't know. Make goalies do the breakaway challenge. I don't know. Yeah. Get goofy with it. I know you know Shesterkin would. I would totally you watch where they would. where they do like a game, an all star game, but everybody has to play not their position. I do love that idea. So basically, that's just Team USA at Worlds. <laughs> oh, womp womp. They were down to four defensemen, and they made forwards play defense, y'all. That's what happens when you uh, don't register a defenseman. Yeah. Yeah, Jordan Harris. They pulled him out of school, too, didn't they? Well, no. So he had been with the Habs. He had played like 10 games up with the Habs. And then when they finished, he went over to Worlds. But because he was there, he missed his college graduation ceremony. Oh, um, but then they didn't it. even register him, so he couldn't even play. That's Oh, that sucks so much. And he never yeah. played. And instead, they played with four defensemen. Oh, my gosh. Yep. It was so dumb. Uh, I mean, well, I was I at was, Worlds. Speaking of Worlds. Let's, let's just yeah, I was just about this. to say, you were at yeah. Worlds. I, were at, I was at Worlds. Well, I was at, like, you were at the Worlds. first. I was, I was at, like, the first no, couple of days. No, I'm just making fun of you because you started saying it Preliminary wrong, round. I was at the game where Jimmy Stutzler got injured. Oh, boo. That was not fun. Well, it was, at first it was kind of, like, we were mostly pissed like he was down and like when he got back up and he was like very pissy because yeah and he like slashed the guy who did it on the way out and that got a penalty the hit on jimmy did not get a penalty we were like that's bullshit we were just like screaming at the refs and then later on we're like wait fuck he's not returning to the game it's actually bad you know like mm -hmm. yeah and he That's was such so, a bummer for him. Yeah. But and he was he so was... entertaining before that. Like, yeah, I think I told you guys, like, in one of the first game, the first game we saw was, like, uh, Germany-Canada. So he was up against a couple of his teammates. So you, like, you could see him hanging with Drake Batherson and Thomas Shabbat, like, right before the game, a little, like, meeting at center ice. And then in the game, he was, like, he went, like, fully... Oh, he got hit by friendly fire with a high stick, so he had to get stitched up. And then, like, the next shift he was out, he was, like, smacking his own stick around. <laughs> Do you think when he got injured, because I think he got pulled because one of the staff was, like, Ottawa didn't want him to play. Yeah, well, um, he had it. Apparently, they said he had, like, something sprained in his knee. And mm -hmm. he probably could have played, but he might have made it worse. And Ottawa's staff was, um, some of Ottawa's athletic like trainers were there for team Canada. Uh, and they were like, well, you, you probably shouldn't play. Yeah. No, I, I was just, do you think he went like Leon Dreisaitl? I'm fine. Oh, he absolutely went Leon Dreisaitl. I'm fine. I'm fine. Haven't we all at one point wanted to, to you know, have, yeah. Haven't we yeah. all at one point been Leon Dreisaitl? I'm fine. I'm fine. Describe your whole injury situation, what you went through, all that. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, Mike, maybe. <laughs> uh, for to explain that, um, Leon Dreisaitl almost certainly has a high ankle sprain, but every time he's been asked about it, says I'm fine, and, and he uh, continues to put up ridiculous points. So. Yeah, like you, you can know. tell his skating is off, but um, another thing mm -hmm. is is that you can tell his skating gets better over the course of a game, and so another reporter yeah. at one point asked, like, 
I know you said you're fine, but like uh, your skating seems to improve over the course of a game. So would you say you get finer? And then Leon kind of laughed and he was like, yeah, I'm finer. <laughs> oh, he's fine. He, um, he's fine. So many levels. Please don't listen to this. Leon Dreisaitl. Anyway, yeah, go on. No, because no, he's going to be mad at you for mispronouncing his name anyway, so it's fine. I know. I'm trying. I can't. I think like he even does it himself at some point. Like, when he talks about... It's funny. Uh, like, yeah. Uh, okay, what else do we have from Worlds, I guess? Oh, no, I, mean, I, I was thinking what, what, of something. Speaking of meeting oh. teammates before the game, like, the Bruins goalies... All yeah. from Swayman. That was so cute. I love them so much. They had they had a well. They couldn't do the goalie ritual. They played like I think literally the first game they both played was against each other. Yeah, I think so. Yep. And they had had to have a little like fist bump moment right before the game. I kind of wish they would have ended the handshake line with the uh, with their own little moment. Yeah. With their yeah, traditional hug. No one would have been mad. No one would have known. Or maybe, maybe like, those really annoying hockey fans, like, male hockey fans, like, make hockey violent again, would have been mad. But we don't care about their opinion, because they're also mad about things like Brady Kachuk cheering for his brother in the NHL playoffs, because they hate happiness. They hate fun. (laughs) Yeah, can we just have a quick 10-minute segment about Brady Kachuk? Yeah, of course. Awesome. So... (laughs) If you've been living under a rock for the past month or so, um, the Senators are not in the playoffs. So of course they're not. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm a Senators fan. It hurts still. The uh, podcast fave, Matthew Chuck, naturally did make it to the playoffs. And um, he was playing, the Flames were playing the Dallas Stars. And um, other podcast favorite and younger brother, Brady Kachuk, went the fuck out like... He super showed fan. up. He went super fan. Like he, I don't know if it's just he loves hockey. He loves his brother. It's all of the above. I think, it's but all it of was the above. a full on thing. Like the the Flames Twitter, they had the Kachuk cam for games. Like they had pictures of the entire <laughs> Kachuk family. Brady was losing it every single time. You have Taryn Kachuk, who's also having a blast. You have Keith Kachuk, no expression, Won't none. Did not toss his hat for the Matthew Kachuk hat trick in game one of the second round, which is what probably jinxed them. Well, he did say he didn't want to throw it because every time he'd worn it, they'd won. So he didn't want to like... He should have tossed it because after that, they never won again. Yeah, they didn't win after that. (laughs) Although maybe they should... They probably should have won game five, like, because... Yeah, that was a bullshit call. That was not a kicking motion, y'all. I don't think it was a kicking motion either. It's arguable that he had his eye on the puck and redirected it in, but I do think that is legal. Um, and yeah. he admitted that he was doing that. Like, um, yeah. sorry. Wh- I've, I've seen goals like that uh, that counted. Like, someone, yeah. like, off a skate, someone redirects their skate. As long as it's not a kicking motion, it's fine. Yeah, so that was Blake Coleman, right? It was Blake Coleman. Blake yeah, okay. Goldman. Hey. Yeah, Pickles. Yeah. Pickles. His nickname is Pickles. His nickname is Pickles. I don't think I, don't I knew why. that one. His nickname is actually yeah, P- actually Pickles. Uh, we asked our resident Devils fan for this information. Well, and it was like Pickles. Why? Why Pickles? But apparently, he also just drinks a lot of pickle juice. I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, I guess that makes some sense. It probably has a lot of electrolytes. 
Yeah. There are stupider hockey nicknames. There, so yeah. That and, works. And stupider <laughs> and weirder hockey rituals. So yes. I'm, I will give that one to him. That's not that weird. <laughs> I do just love that instead of, you know, laying on a beach in Cabo or wherever that Brady Kachuk chose to remain in Canada for these games. No, like he drove, they he drove also to, went to Dallas. Dallas. In Dallas too. They were all the way in Dallas. Like, like probably could have been on a beach, but no. No, they went from Missouri to Dallas, presumably. Like, there's a pic of them in the car with like Brady and Taryn and some friends. Sounds like the loudest road trip you could ever go on. Yeah, I wanted to be in that car. (laughs) I would have so much fun on that road trip. (laughs) I think I'd murder everyone. Oh, absolutely! But like, (laughs) what a way to go. Just Brady Kachuk woo-girling all the way from St. Louis to Dallas. No, um, the other thing is that I like that, um, I think he didn't f- want to wear Flames merch, which is understandable. So he wore yeah. the Matthew Kachuk Friendship Tour shirt. Yeah. And then he was doing all this stuff. Like, he was on the, the red lot, which is where the... So hockey is huge, huge, huge in Canada. And, uh, so... What and, it is. Yeah! I oh know, my God. shocking. Who knew? Anyway, so in in um Alberta and sorry in all in Edmonton and Calgary at least I don't know about the other cities. Uh, they've been doing this thing where like they have like this lot full of fans that aren't at the game but can watch the game on like this big screen. Um, I believe th- and in Calgary it's called the Red Lot and it's also yeah. like the the fans are called the Sea of Red. So um. And, and they, uh, they like they had tickets for that only because so many people wanted yeah. to come. Yeah, the it was entirely like, free. You just had to reserve a ticket. They're tailgating they, essentially, right? Basically. Yeah, sort of, but without cars, I guess. Yeah. Like, okay. You just kind of. Yeah. yeah. No. It, but it is like that. Um. And uh, yeah, the, the the red lot filled up so much that they had tickets. Tickets were free, but it's just that they were they otherwise didn't have enough room. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I think and so like then you before have Brady the game, you could... throwing t-shirts into the crowd. Yeah, the no, but before the game, you had like Matthew joking with the press, like, "Oh man, I hope they have a couple of extra tickets for, you know, for mm-hmm. my family for the red lot." And then like a couple hours later, you see Brady Kachuk coming out and throwing t-shirts, like chucking t-shirts into the crowd. I actually crowd. think he did the t-shirt thing first, and then Matthew made the joke later. No, I think. I well, either way, I, it doesn't it was really matter. Funny as fuck. <laughs> Yeah, no, and I also like that um, there was a... So the night Matthew Kachuk got a hat trick, Brady Kachuk is climbing the stands and he gets caught on camera with two beers in his back, each each back pocket, holding another beer. And then um, everybody's talking about Brady Kachuk, which can you imagine the complex that would give you if you get a hat trick and everybody's talking about your younger brother, like shotgunning beers? Which is exactly what Brady wants, let's be real. Yeah, um, and then he ends up getting a deal with Budweiser, which is just like amazing. Like it was just, this is like, also, they never won hockey. again after that deal, so I'm not sure how no. amazing that was. <laughs> it's Budweiser's fault. Yeah, let's Budweiser's blame them. No, I do love it, that, like, the Kachucks just sat in the stands. Like, I think yeah, that's totally such a different a thing. Yeah, so, like, any other, like, pro sport in North America, like, if you have family or close friends, they're going to be in a box. They're not going to be out with other fans. But, like, for the Kachuk family to just sit in the crowd and be treated like any other person in the crowd, it's just really cool to see. And to go off like any other person in the crowd. To grab a random kid and put him on your shoulders, Brady (laughs) Kachuk, what you doing? To steal a child. (laughs) I do. Can you imagine being in Dallas and being a Dallas fan and you're there to cheer for the stars and then fucking Brady Kachuk and the rest of the Kachuk family are sitting behind you, like, screaming? Like, 
well like i don't even know what i would do like i think there was a clip of them and you could just see this dallas fan like turn around and give them this look and i still think about that i still think about how funny that is <laughs> and like that dallas fan probably did not know that he was sitting like right in front of the family of one of the star forwards of the flames so it's extra hilarious it's just like yeah that's who are true. these random flames fans in dallas yeah i don't know if i think this was in our last episode but i remember <coughs> that girl who was at a basketball game and she was sitting next to austin matthews yes and the camera was zooming in on them and then she was like looking at austin she was like oh and you could see the, the moment she realized journey. who he was that was the so great. face journey yeah i think you wouldn't like you're not expecting to see somebody like that so i feel like if you're in that moment and you're focused on a sport unless they're like in your face i don't know yeah. you kind of miss them they kind of blend in with the crowd until yeah no cameras on you because i live in edmonton sometimes i think about how many times i may have passed an oiler and not realized because it's out of context and Mm -hmm. i just like didn't wasn't looking for them or like at the grocery store like yeah mama puff once uh matt Hendricks at the grocery store and she was like wow this guy has like huge arms and then he turned a bit she was like wow this guy has a huge ass and then he turned a bit more and she's like oh that's matt Hendricks." (laughs) legend not Matt Hendricks. <laughs> yeah. At least I think it's it like, was Matt Hendricks. Let me check. I'm pretty it sure. Was it was like saying. huge arms, huge ass. Oh, that's an Oilers player. Like I yeah. love that train of thought there. And then and then and then some little kids came up and asked him for autographs and he was signing them and then the woman behind my mom in line was like, "Who the hell is this guy?" And she was like, "Oh, he's an Oilers player." And she was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> oh, wait, maybe oh. what was it? Hmm. Either way, Mama Puff is a legend. Again. Always. Oh, well, we were sort of still talking about the Flames. So can we talk about the um, Oilers Flames? Everyone else in the penalty box gets two minutes for roughing. Penalties on the play. Calgary number 17 has been given a five-minute penalty. The play will be on their review. Everybody else sitting in the penalty box gets two minutes for roughing. Uh, and it wasn't even um Wes McCauley. No. Other refs can be funny, y'all. We've we've discovered this now. When they hit that like tired dad vibe, it's always the best. <laughs> yeah. It's like why do I have to herd these children for three whole periods? <laughs> I don't really know how to ref, but even if I did, I think I would not want to ref a Battle of Alberta series. Like in the in the, Ooh, in the okay. immortal words of Kevin Hayes, I used to fucking ref. Yeah, and no, I would not have wanted to. Would have a game you like that. rather? Here's your would you rather for the okay. day. Would you rather ref a Battle of Alberta playoff edition or Battle of Pennsylvania playoff edition? Oh, is this in the context of I know I know refing like I know the rules? And yes, that? you know refing, okay. and Claude Giroux is still a flyer. Because that's the only way it matters. <laughs> I, I think I'd rather take Battle of Pennsylvania personally because I am from Edmonton. And I feel like if I made a call that went in one team's favor, a lot of people would get angry at me and be like, well, she's from Edmonton. I would Fair. say Battle of Pennsylvania just so the shit Sidney Crosby pulls would finally get called. <laughs> oh. Mic drop. Spicy. I think I I would go Battle of Alberta because I don't want to cross gritty. I don't want to make a call against the Flyers and cross gritty. Ooh, that is, yeah. 
Like the the Oilers and Flames, just uh, not nearly as intimidating as Gritty. Sorry. <laughs> Who is more intimidating than Gritty? No one. All right, we actually have some on the ice stuff that we haven't covered yet. Um, some weird, some weird, cool, interesting goals. We have another goalie goal. Yay! We have an AHL goalie, AHL playoff goalie goal. Ooh, love it. Joel Hofer of the Springfield Thunderbirds scoring against the uh, Pens uh, affiliate. Was that Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins? I Penguins. Can't. Yep, you got it. Yeah, killed it. So uh, Springfield was leading the game four two. And with, like, less than four minutes left, they already pulled the goalie. So uh, the Springfield goalie was like, all right. And um, we hope, like, we can link uh, the – we have a link for this because the call, the call on this goal is actually, like, pretty much the best part. Do you think we'd be legally allowed to grab the audio for that and just drop it? I'm not sure if we are. But okay. if we are Mac, please drop the audio here. Yeah, if not, please drop the link. Yeah, if not, please go watch it. Like, we, you can pause us even. We'll forgive you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll wait. We'll wait. We'll wait. So, now that you've listened to it, <laughs> uh, no, the, like, the announcer is so hype. Um, so, ex- like, if, if, if doesn't, like, he, I think he said something like, if this doesn't hype you up, you, you have no soul. Or just, like, it, it was just... He was so excited, and like the goalie's face, like he got to go first through the like handshake, like the through the like fist bump line. He was like so jazzed to be there. It was very very cute. I love, I love it. Yeah, we love a goalie goal. We do. Love Next, a goalie goal. Igor Shesterkin. Um, game seven is tonight, y'all. I feel like he got two assists last game. Next up, goal. Yes. Speaking of other weird as fuck goals, th- we're going back to round one for this one. And Andre Burakovsky through the net. This is uh, Avs Preds, and um, you you kind of have to see this because like Andre Burakovsky has a great shot, so he's like shoots it, and you're like, oh no, I think it maybe hit the top of the net and then bounced off or something. And he's celebrating like he's got a goal. Bo Byram is celebrating like they got a goal. And, like, the game keeps going. And then there's a stoppage. And wait a second. It went through the net. But, like, there was a little hole in the net. And it just went straight through. The game went on for a while. It wasn't a Shea Weber, like, I broke the net thing. (laughs) It was, like, the net was already a little fucked. And Uh, he just, like... So did they Shot give him right the goal there. and then they went like back and back to that time? They, yeah, yeah, basically. Oh, awesome! They it's funny to watch goal. it like in real time, like to go back to the actual broadcast because yeah. it took a while. It was like a good chunk of time, and like you even get to the point where there's just a regular stoppage, and yeah. they're showing the replay, and you even hear like the broadcast team them realizing like oh Wait a second. that, that was a goal. through the net and then you finally get them reviewing it in the horn and but it was a good chunk of time oh yeah. which game which game or series was it where they had like a nine minute review for something i feel like they've done it in every series at this point no there was one i know i don't remember who it was now no me neither uh 
I know what you're talking about, but yeah, I you can't know what remember. I'm I'll have to try and find it later, but... There have been a lot of reviews, and some of them have been bullshit. Yeah. Most of them. Just said what I feared to say. <laughs> well, we have some things that are not bullshit. We've had the first woman drafted to the CHL, guys. Yeah. That's so cool. The Vancouver, the Vancouver Giants select Chloe Primorano in the 2022 WHL Prospects Draft. Very excited for her. Very Do we cool. know where did she play before? I'm not sure if we can. I first women, first woman skater, by the way. So because they've drafted goalies before. Oh, it was Lightning versus Panthers, Battle of uh, Florida. The review was ten minutes and twenty seconds. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go on. Um, I d- didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> no. So Chloe Primorano, selected by the Vancouver Giants, becomes the first woman skater drafted in the CHL because they've drafted yeah. goalies before. Yeah, they've drafted a goalie or at least one. I think, yeah. yeah, one or two. No, we've but talked about her way, before, but her name f- escapes me at this moment. Eve Gascon, we've talked about her before. Yes, Eve Gascon. Yeah. But yeah, this is this is also just very cool. Just keep mm-hmm. it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. Oh, and she's a defenseman. I love that. Ooh, badass. Ooh. You know what? She's taller than Cole Caulfield. I was just about to ask, is it like, I was just about to be like, I want to know how tall she is, but is that like rude? Like... Um, she is five eight. Elite oh, prospects list her weight at one hundred and thirty four. So she's not bad. I mean, that's basically Quinn Hughes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm joking a little bit, but only a little, a little, bit. A little, a little bit. Only a little bit. Only a but little. But I no. But guys, like I've seen Luke Hughes play now, and like that's a big boy. And then you have like Quinn Hughes, and it's like national big boy. Yeah, no, I've watched Luke, Luke Prokop play, and you're just like, holy shit. Like, he's he's fucking long. <laughs> like, I don't know yes. how else to put it. Like, it's like, he's tall, but he's also, he's just so much limb. Yeah, he's not, like, wide or anything. He's just tall. Yeah, no, uh, but, it, like, it's also, like, one. you're, like, also, like, oh, that, that player is going to get around him, and then suddenly he's poke-checking them, and you're like, oh, my God, how much arm does he have? <laughs> he has much arm. <laughs> much arm. Much, much leg. Arm. Now, I mean, if we're circling back to Luke Hughes, we, we were circling back to uh, to Worlds for a little bit. Um, Team Switzerland, what are you doing? What are those yeah. warm-up rituals? Oh my God. What was that? <laughs> what was that? I generally don't know what to say about that. That's just, That's appropriate to say on air. Yeah, like this is the first time I've been stumped. So one of the players um, literally bends over in the tunnel before the game, and the other one just kind of bumps him from Grabs behind, his hips. Yeah. Um, thrusts his hips. It is um, aggressive, to say the least. <laughs> it's something. I think my favorite part is he does it once, and then he pauses a bit, and you think it's over. Then he does it again, and then after that, he, like, adjusts himself. And I'm like... Okay. Okay, buddy. And you can see their team is just like looking at this like, oh yeah, must be Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, no one pays any attention to them. And you're like, oh, so that is every time? Hockey rituals. Apparently this is normal, y'all. Yep. What mm-hmm. happens in the tunnel stays in the tunnel, except it's broadcast throughout the world. <laughs> yep. Europeans. They're not like us. As the Euro- resident European on this podcast, <laughs> um, 
I resemble that remark. Resent or resemble? <laughs> and uh, let's leave that okay. up to the... Up to interpretation. Uh, some more wholesome content from Worlds. Adam Gaudet and his crystals. <laughs> yeah. About when I first that. saw that picture, I thought he was holding two coins, and I was very yeah. confused until I read. I was like, "Oh man, this is gonna be a great picture to Photoshop something into." Oh, like, it oh. would be. Well, I remember the Seattle Kraken, like the the social media admin or something, had crystals too, and they post them sometimes. It was kind of funny. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I just, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just think Adam Gaudet's just delightful. Just, I do like him, yes. He, he was, like, he's he's bounced around from team to team a little bit. He accidentally kicked his wife in the face while giving her a lap dance at their wedding. Like, <laughs> how can you not love this guy? And now he's showing up with his crystals at Worlds. I don't know. Just, just, I like it. He's just a real person. He's just a very real person. There are also some, like, legitimately unreal people like Yaramir Yager. That's what I was going to do. That's the transition I was going to make. Now, Puff and I share brain cells. Actual Iron Man. Yeah. Actual Iron Man. Immortal. Someone someone explain this in a way that doesn't... I can't even explain this. Also, I need a coughing break, so... (laughs) Cough away. Um, Okay. Uh, Yaramil Yager, who played for forever in the NHL. Everybody kept being like, oh, he's going to retire this year, and then he didn't. And I think he's still playing in the Czech League. So he's just like, he just like doesn't stop. Anyway, he got into a car crash of some kind and uh, he described it on Instagram. And he was like, yeah, I'm fine. And like posted a picture of his completely totaled car. And it's just like, holy shit, dude. As someone who looks at car accident photos for a living, I am amazed that he was not injured by that. That is not something you see often. It was also just the way he described it. I'm trying to find the actual post right now. (laughs) Today I was hit by a tram with the inscription, you can't stop Sparta, and it stopped me. (laughs) Um, Sparta is uh, Yager's team's, one of Yager's team's biggest rivals, by the way. So that's interesting. Love it. I do love the dramatic irony of that, considering that he's okay and that he can obviously afford another car. Yes. Yeah, and he was like very, it was my fault and, you know, I'm, but I'm fine. And it was just, yeah. Mm -hmm. Nothing happened. Most importantly, nothing happened to the tram passengers. This is all Google Translate because he wrote it in Czech, but like, Mm -hmm. he's iconic. He is, I don't want to say immortal because that would be jinxing it, but yeah. I probably Iron shouldn't Man. have said that. Iron yep. Literal Man. Literal Iron Man. Yep. yep. What even? They should... Isn't th- isn't there like an Iron Man... Not an award, but like a certificate or something? They should rename it. Like Yarmie Rager. <laughs> yes. And it's not the Iron Man, you know, playing as many games in a row without missing... Yeah. that. That not, not that kind of Iron Man. The kind of like, this is ridiculous. How is that even possible? Iron Man. Yeah. That's Yaramir Yager. No, I never liked the streak where it's like longest without being injured because I'm like, well, it's not the guys who get injured's fault, and maybe he played through things he shouldn't have to have. Yeah, usually streak. that will be the yeah. Like it's like it's like it reminds me of like how like did you guys 
my school didn't have this but I know some schools have this where they have like an award for like attendance it's like okay but how many times did that kid come to school sick like mm, yep yeah um I feel like that's a very um North American thing yeah I think so <laughs> probably I wouldn't be surprised I never we didn't it. have I'm that still salty at all. about it <laughs> no, no perfect attendance for me Okay, so in the category of, like, weird shit that happened during round one, because, you know, why not talk about round one when round three is almost starting? Samantha Pell and the infamous sandwich. And I (sighs) wish we could have had Mac here for this, because... Me too. We all know how much Mac loves to make jokes about Samantha Pell. But, um... I try to find... Like, there was a cinnamon fried chicken sandwich... And she tweeted, like, should I eat one before every game? Because she had one, like, before they beat the Panthers in that one game or something. I don't even know the details anymore. But the funny part is that someone made an account, a Twitter account, Cinnabon Fried Chicken Sandwich. And, um, like, made an actual Twitter account for it and had, like, Samantha Pell must eat me before every playoff game. And it turned into a whole thing. There's video of her eating one. Like, Yeah, I think somebody sent her one. Yeah, it was like, I think one of her thing. colleagues, like, instead of buying one, I think one of her colleagues sent her one. And so she's like, well, now I gotta eat it, I guess. Yeah. The sandwich looks disgusting. Oh, the yeah, thing no, is, I like, do not it, want It's, like, that. 1,600 calories, $17. Yeah, so it was, like, like, a ridiculous it. thing. I would never touch it. I, I can't look at it without wanting to throw up, let's be real. So. Yeah, no, I do not want to eat that. The most American thing I've seen today. And that's saying a lot, probably. <laughs> Well, it's not that late yet. Okay, fine. Though, speaking of, like, fun fun first round shit, um, the Avs swept the Preds. Ooh. I will not be obnoxious in my celebration to respect some Preds fans, but some funny parts were um, that uh, Peter, the Avs beat reporter for The Athletic, uh, when he was in Nashville, he got himself one of those, like, ridiculous nashville like cowboy hats ish oh and he was like like he was posting about it on twitter and after i think game four in the post game like he asked nate mckinnon a question about like you know like what were you thinking about sweeping were you thinking about sweeping them beforehand and nate was just like no i was thinking about your hat I was, I was just, it was so dumb and it was so funny and I just laughed so hard that I had to share it on the podcast. Oh, that reminds me of uh, Leon Dreisettle was asked, like, what does the K on your hat stand for? And he was like, KFC. <laughs> Total deadpan, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's, like, I'm like, German oh my God. dry shitty sense make, humor. I love when they make a terrible joke and they just look so proud of themselves. But that, and then it turns when into you see they, KFC. It's always Leon Dreisettle yeah. making a terrible joke and looking so proud of himself. He is just... Yeah. Every single time. And then I think KFC Canada did like a like a they deal a or something. Yeah. Yeah, they hat. tweeted out something about making real hats. Just for Leon Dreisaitl, of course. Because mm-hmm. he's fine. He's fine, y'all. He's fine. He's fine. He's totally fine. Speaking of people who are doing fine, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning swept the Florida Panthers... So there's that President's Trophy curse for you. 
Uh, maybe it had something to do with the fact that the Panthers supposedly went to a strip club the night after Game 3, or the night before Game 4. Mm-hmm. Sources say so. Sources sources say. Sources confirm. I thought the best tweet about this was, um, let me see, Andy Slater, I think. Yeah, um, wasn't there somebody who was like, my strip club sources say? <laughs> like it was. So yeah, good. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brunette wants sources checked, no problem. I just check with my strip club sources, who are the best in the industry. The report is true. The report by the person who originally, originally broke the report is true. <laughs> yeah, the, I know, um, the coach sources. absolutely denied it. Like, probably check your sources, blah, blah, blah. But my strip club sources, I just, I think that's funny. Sorry. Me too. Because I'm 12. I'm also 12. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, the most dangerous thing you can do when you're um, uh, playing for the Tampa Bay Lightning is taking your goalie spot for stretches. <laughs> don't do that. It's, it's, it's dangerous. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, you don't. You don't take a cat spot in real life. So why would you take that cat spot? <laughs> Very good. But also, it speaks to the um, autistic idiot in me. Like my spot. Oh yeah, I was absolutely that person who, like, even though there wasn't seating plans in college, I would get mad yeah. if you took the, my seat. <laughs> no, I, I just like sitting in the same spot. Me too. I just, I don't know. But also, the funny part is, I'm in choir, and, like, we usually sit in the same spots, but sometimes for, like, performances, the conductor will be like, oh, we're, we're just, we're going like this today, and everyone will be freaking the fuck out, and I'll be like, okay. And they're like, wait, you're the autistic one. Why are you, like, so cool about this? I'm like, just that good. <laughs> but yes, don't don't take Vasilevsky's spot for stretches. He will bump you. And you will deserve it. Yes, you will yes. absolutely deserve it. Speaking of goalies, Jordan Bennington got hurt, y'all. There was drama. Oh no! Like we we're not like this. We're assholes. Um, we do not like want anyone injured. We do not like it when anyone's injured. But fuck you, Jordan Bennington. I hope you had yes. fun deleting your old racist tweets. From wow, Malcolm Cadbury was scoring the a hat trick against your team. Yep. <sighs> it's beautiful. That's where I was going with this. Stan, yeah, thank with you, Twitter, Nas. for that information. They're like, yeah, oh, thank you, Twitter, for like telling us that yeah. <laughs> while Jordan Bennington was sitting in the press box injured, he was deleting his old racist tweets. While a Muslim man of Lebanese descent was scoring a hat trick against his team. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mwah. That was the most poetic justice hat trick I have seen. Because, like, for a little bit of context, like, Bennington got injured when Kelly Rosen and Nazem Kadri collided and collided into Bennington. Naturally, because everyone loves blaming Nazem Kadri, they blamed him for it. Like, they called him, well, I don't know what they called him. Like, there were racist threats. The police had to get involved. Like, yeah, I believe pe- like his wife posted some of the yeah DMs his wife posted some of the actual threats and actual language used. Um, yeah, do- I do not look them up lightly. Lately, a lot of them are really quite atrocious. And yeah, don't look them up. There are so many like l- gross nine eleven references. Yeah, um, racist, homophobic, death threats, all all kinds of gross shit. The police had to get involved because the Avs were in St. Louis at the time. 
Um, they had to make sure he could get to the game safe. And in the next game, he scores a freaking hat trick. Like, and like after the first goal, he like they were booing him every time he touched the puck. Like Jack Eichel returns to Buffalo style. After he scored his first goal, he like did the like, I can't hear you now gesture. Mm-hmm. And it was so good. Ugh. Um, what's... Uh, David Perron, I, he also got booed every time he touched the puck in uh, in Colorado, and uh, well, he probably lie, should because enjoy that like, in game in the not... game. Nas had a hat trick, and um, Perron literally just attacked him after the whistle. Yeah, got two could, minutes th- for and it, a and the five thousand dollar fine, clearly and then goes... tried to elbow him yeah, after exactly. Nas scored another goal, and like Nas casually just dodged. Um, he did get fined for it. Nothing else really came of it, but apparently he did get booed in Colorado. And in Colorado, uh, there was this wonderful fan named Adrian who, like, printed 300 I Stand With Nas signs and, like, distributed distributed them for the entire crowd for anyone who wanted one. And, like, there are so many great pictures of, like, all along the ice. You can see people with, like, all kinds of signs just for, for Nazim Kadri. Yeah. Hockey community... Like, mm-hmm. so, you know, lift up, lift people up. Even if they're not on your team, even if they're on your, like, your most hated rival team, lift them up. Like, Matthew Kachuk lifts up little Ben Stelter. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so Ben Stelter is uh, currently sort of a local celebrity in Edmonton with the Oilers because he's a huge Oilers fan, especially McDavid and Dreisaitl. And he has a form of, I think, brain cancer. Yeah. And he's he just recently we've, turned. We've mentioned six. him before on previous episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still like very much like the earliest folk hero, basically. Yeah, he's he's so their Layla, like like, yeah. like the St. Louis Blues had Layla. He's the Oilers yeah. version of that. Um, she sent him something, yeah. right? She sent yeah. him something. Yes, I don't remember what she it was, sent him though. a letter and some uh, pictures, and it was just. Like a, a letter of support, basically, and it was very much like, "Hey, we're you know we don't root for the same team, but I I've been where you are," and it was very nice. And Ben is like six now; he just turned six. Uh, Leon Dreisel sent him a little birthday message, but yeah, he did just oh. turn six right after the Oilers clinched round three. Yeah, Cute. it hurts. But what I thought was actually the most adorable part was that Matthew Kachuk made a little uh, video for him. Um, because the hilarious part is, like, I don't know if, if, if we can find, like, the, the full video of this, but, like, um, there's video of, uh, Ben, like, go get Kachuk, and then he fires a little Nerf gun at a, like, cutout of Matthew Kachuk, and, um, after seeing that, Matthew Kachuk is like, I'm gonna be my charming self to this kid, I'm gonna, like, record a really supportive video message. No, I actually think uh, Matthew did the video message first. I think the Flames approached him, said, like, do you want to no, do a picture I, I, I or something? I think he mentions it in the video, video, like, even though you... Oh, okay. I, th- I thought he mentioned it in the video. Maybe I'm wrong, but... Uh, maybe, maybe, I don't <coughs> Either way, it was just such... I think they approached him to do, like, a picture or something, and Matthew was mm-hmm. like, no, I'm going to do a video. I'm going to do a whole thing, which is... Yeah. I just love Matthew Chuck, y'all. He's a good dude. He's a good he egg. And he was playing injured the whole time, fucker. 
Yes, according to the Flames injury report, his hand was busted. Not exactly sure what that means, but... Also, Zadorov had two cracked ribs, and you're like... And Chris Tanev's shoulder was dislocated, and you're like, buddy... No, and I think he was playing with a sprained neck or something crazy. No, they apparently later they said the sprained neck was a bit of an exaggeration, but it was still like a dislocated. uh, I don't know. It was bad. Yeah, it was something with his labyrinth or something. Yeah, (laughs) we are not medical professionals, y'all, but it was bad, and Kristanov should not have come back for game five to play through that because no, no, don't do that. It's never worth it. Leon Dreisaitl looking at you. You're not fine, buddy. Speaking of people who are fine, uh, Hillary Knight, y'all. Hillary Knight. This is also a moment where we wish we could have had Mac, but <laughs> Jess will have to pick up the slack. Uh, if Mac was here, it'd probably be like a 20-minute segment. So, uh, but just, just basically, to keep the podcast from from going to two hours, we <laughs> decided to not let Ma- le- not let Mac do this episode. Sorry, Mac. Yeah. So whatever day that was this past week, um. Uh, article on the athletic came out uh interview big interview um with hillary knight it's really great it goes through a lot of different struggles that she's been through and she talks about just a lot of different things like about how um in some of her um brand deals like companies have talked about how she's not the right size for things, even though she's a professional athlete who knows her body, all of these different things. Um, and also just about how, you know, women's hockey, she's trying to yes. really get people to notice women's hockey. And like it mentioned in the article, like she was like the third, fourth, fifth choice for a lot of these like endorsements because they probably asked a lot of the dudes first. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's also like a look into how, underappreciated women's hockey is and like women's hockey legends like hillary knight are like mm-hmm. yeah so the article itself is great there's a lot of great stuff from uh kendall coin schofield in it looks like they talked to her too um so she's got a lot of really funny quotes about hillary knight and she also talks about how um some of the younger women's players coming into the scene are terrified of hillary knight just because of like who she is and what she's accomplished and uh but like terrified in a good way obviously like, so like oh my god here's my idol oh my god like intimidated yeah I guess. but then a very small part of the article that mac and i um kind of freaked out over is that they do touch on hillary knight's sexuality which has never been a a topic that she's talked about before uh, where she says she does identify as part of the queer community, which is very exciting. And and if you're interested in that, like, please go read the article. It's very good. It touches on a lot of uh, things that uh, us uh, podcasters who are part of the queer community identify with. Um, if you're interested in, like, the queer experience in hockey, uh, experience of, of women in hockey, let's stuff about like your body your size how you present yourself it is very interesting please go read it yes we promise mac will link it maybe even four <laughs> times if need be she'll just change every link to the link every to this link article. <laughs> in this podcast episode will be the hillary knight article 
Uh, but yes, it's so good. There, it's so well done. And you can tell the person who wrote it, I forget her name, but she talks about how um, they're friends and it shows. And after this, like, really deep um, discussion, we're going back to some ridiculous things like Chihuahuas at the Abs games. Scooby. So I've actually seen Scooby before. Um, Scooby is the dog. And um, Christian is the human, the man. They are a acrobatic duo. I saw them at like a Indiana Pacers game a long time ago. Uh, They are incredibly entertaining. The guy will do a lot of acrobatics on his own. Um, They go to a lot of different sports games. And then the dog comes into it. It's an acrobatic chihuahua. How he's fucking so cool is that? cute. They're so fun to watch. There's a lot of videos on YouTube. If you ever want to see Scooby doing his thing. I cannot imagine making my dog do that. Like, well, not like not <laughs> in the sense of like, oh, it's wrong to do that to your dog. I mean, like my dog wouldn't do it. No, but your dog is a oh. weirdo. And I say this like the most affectionate way. Your dog is a yeah. fucking weirdo. Yeah. My, yeah. 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 Uh, my dog would take one look at you and say no. Yeah, exactly. That's what my dog would do. He'd be like, no, no, thank you. No, thank you. Nope. I actually had one final off the ice thing that we probably... No, I think we have two more. We have two more? Oh my god. Yeah, we have, we have Trevor Zegris and we have Nick Suzuki. Oh my god, yes. Take your pick. Take your pick. All right. Um... Nick Suzuki has apparently been making deals with people for trading sticks and pucks for candy and feeding his coach's child with the candy, <laughs> which is like some kind of like subtly diabolical that I really yeah. appreciate. Yeah. Like not only did you get the candy and you're like, oh, I'm a professional athlete. I'm not going to eat all of that. And it's like, oh, I'm going to give it to my coach's kid. Yeah. Martin St. Louis son. Yeah. Is getting hooked up by Nick Suzuki. I wonder if that, like, earns you brownie points because, like, you're being nice to my kid or if it's, like, the opposite where you, you are sugaring sugar. up my yeah. child and yeah, I now I have either. to take him home. <laughs> yeah. Depending on how much candy and the age of the child, probably. Um, which is a nice little bridge to our uh, other uh, child food uh, discussion. <laughs> Trevor Zegers and the Chipotle ad. Which I cannot for the life of me find again, which is weird. Oh, I, I know we somewhere. talked about this. We'll find a link. But they recorded him working at a Chipotle for this BOGO Jersey Day. I would not buy a burrito from Trevor Segris. No, no, the funny I don't thing, think the, I would either. The funny thing is, um, apparently, and I just discovered this by Googling, uh, there is actually a Chipotle bowl named after Trevor Zegras. Yeah, so they had one named after him, and somebody else had one too. Um, it was maybe? no, it was during World Juniors, wasn't it? It was the Trevor oh, Zegras no MVP bowl. I don't know. So they actually in 2020 they had a Trevor Zegras MVP bowl. Back in 2020. Jack Hughes also had a Chipotle feature dish. Yeah, I knew it was oh, one of them. Cute. That makes sense. So yeah, yeah. I can even find, I can even tell you the ingredients. Apparently, so is a Chipotle ad like the American equivalent of like Sidney Crosby and Nathan McKinnon doing uh, Tim Hortons ads in the summer? 
I want to say yes, but it's not really. Like, this like, is a new maybe thing. Maybe it could be. Yeah. What if it could be? It could be. be. It could be. If he keeps doing it, it could be the next uh, Le Cards de Hockey uh, thing. <laughs> Apologies for my terrible French. It's been 15 years. <laughs> it's beautiful. Thank it's you. Beautiful. I'm now looking up you know, the ingredients for the Trevor Zegers MVP bowl. It's fine. I wouldn't buy a burrito from Trevor Zegers, but I think I would buy one from Jack Hughes. I think I would now. trust him to make a Chipotle burrito. And tune in in the off season for our ridiculous games like which hockey player would you trust to make you a burrito? <laughs> I game. would really have to think uh, about that. So we'll leave it Louis, off for the off season. Louis Domineau. Otherwise, I don't know. Who? Oh, good, good call. L- Louis Domineau. Oh, the Louis Domingue. Yeah, Domingue. Sorry, I am sorry. Uh, pen. Yeah, the pen's back up. Yeah. No, I would absolutely trust. He would make the best. Yeah, Good. wouldn't he? I would like, probably be better than actual have, Chipotle. Wouldn't have a spicy pork and broccoli though. Yeah, I mean, probably would. I would. I would let him feed me almost anything. Like he's he's a chef, isn't he? So I would. Yeah, if he gave me food, I would yeah. be like, you know, yeah, okay. I trust you. I trust you. Yeah. That is very very good answer. It's probably the best answer we're gonna get. So we'll just move on to yeah. another fun. Well, it's not food. It's a drink related uh, fun thing. At Worlds, Team Great Britain, like the most heartwarming, delightful team you'll see, had a tea production line at night. So it was like literally all these guys in line trying to make their teas before bed. It was very cute. Very sweet. They're just like, I'm so, I'm I'm like devastated that they got uh, relegated this year because they were so, so excited for like every single little thing. I was actually at the game where they- Hmm? Didn't you say the other Polini was there, there? The other Polini was the other uh, Lamborghini Polini was there. Yeah. And yes. um, I was actually at the game where they they were down three nothing, and then they managed to tie it three three, and they went to OT. They lost it in the shootout, sadly. But Aww. like, they were so excited about getting a point that they were actually more excited than the other team who were like, I "Oh, he's in a shootout." It was so what's the funny. what's their little chant? I feel like they have their what they have their at, at the end of the game they have like we're shit and we yes. know we are we're shit. <laughs> oh it's my god! So but funny. they're just happy to be there, and I they're love just hap- it. The, that's that's the energy I want. So that's why I wanted them to come back. But sadly, they won't be there next year. They got relegated. Aww. Sadly, because I think um, our uh, British friend said they were missing their top scorers like Arizona Coyotes legend mm. Liam Kirk wasn't there so that doesn't doesn't help but no I was I was super stoked to be like at that game where they got to overtime they were so excited and their goalie Ben Bounds is really good so that was fun hmm. also just you know the tea production line and the we're shit and we know we are it's just personalities you love it when people just yeah they sound like a like like maybe they're not the best hockey players, but they sound like a great team. If that makes sense, I would want to. Yeah, I would want to yeah. hang with them. You know, like, yeah. I want to. Yeah. Like the self-deprecating. We know we're gonna work as hard as we can, but you know, we can mm-hmm. also make fun of ourselves. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, um, uh, uh, somebody that can make a little fun of themselves in hockey. Uh, we have apparently Mark Hamill is now a draft. Uh, for the uh, a draft prospect for the Devils. 
Yeah, so there's this draft bot on Twitter that, like, tweets out random, um, like, with this X number pick in the draft, the New Jersey Devils select Mark Hamill. And, like, okay, yeah, they this bot tweets a lot of this shit, but the funny part is that Mark Hamill actually responded to it. Yes. That was the best part. I'm, I'm sorry. I, and also, I just love Mark Hamill, so that's, you know, I'm a Star Wars nerd. It's fine. <laughs> um, credit... All of the credit for that goes to my best friend. Uh, but he literally said, as someone completely ignorant of anything sports related, I am deeply honored. Which is Hashtag thank you, New Jersey Devils. Hashtag yeah. NHL Draft 2022. <laughs> they better we'll bring him it to actually the All-Star happens. game. Second overall <laughs> pick, Mark Hamill. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> I mean, if only. Um, other people who aren't afraid to make fun of themselves, Steve Dangle. Steve Dangles has been having a rough time. Because, guys, the Leafs leafed it again. Poor man. Another Game 7. It's actually a record-breaking... Record-breaking leafing. That's not a record you want to have. That is not a record you want to have. And poor Steve Dangle has been forced to watch all of them for the Watch the Leafs Game with Steve Dangle uh, series. Um... But apparently the Leafs which losing is actually better for his heart. Which now includes a pulse monitor, which I think we mentioned last episode. We maybe? mentioned the heart rate monitor last time, but like apparently okay, it's actually so. better for his heart if the Leafs lose. Yeah. Which is a little sad. But yeah. But uh, the funny part of that is that um, a dangle is now an actual unit of measurement. And oh. it's not it's not even hockey related. Well, it's the heart rate is actually... Um, the Steve Dangle heart rate has become an official NASA heart rate measurement. <laughs> and I'm trying to find the actual... Um, Yo, Commander Hatfield, do astronauts still routinely wear Apollo-style biomedical sensors? And can we just wire up a hockey fan during the playoffs and observe? And then Chris Hatfield actually said, Yes, during launch, my pulse was a two-thirds dangle. And then it had the uh, image of Steve Dangle's heart rate at 160 with it, which was very <laughs> lovely. So, yeah, that's now an official um, unit of measurement. Sorry, Steve. There you go. He then got to enjoy the um, Battle of Alberta series where he got to um, watch Rasmus Anderson score a shorthanded goal from, like, 140 feet away. That was a weird goal. That was a weird goal. That was a weird was. goal. There were a lot of weird think, goals in those series. Like, not to make fun of Mike Smith, but I did kind of Please enjoy how he immediately got mad it. about it. He was like, how dare the puck go in the net? And I, <laughs> like, it was just really funny. That was a wild one. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of um, of Mike Smith again, um, another weird stat that I kind of wanted to, to get in there first. The Kings, Oilers, and the Stars, Flames, fates were intertwined until the pivotal game seven. It was literally mm-hmm. every time... The Flames won, the Oilers lost. When the Oilers won, the Flames lost. And then it was they both went to Game 7, and everyone was just like, oh, God, please, can they both win? We really want that Battle of Alberta series. Yeah, because and, the, the, the Kings-Oilers game was first. So yeah. they finished their Game 7, Oilers were going on, and then Stars-Flames was on. And then yeah. we were like, okay, well, are the Flames going to make it? Like, we don't really know. because We don't it, really know, and Jake Ottinger follows, was certainly doing the best he fucking could to make sure they didn't make it. Holy man. shit, Despite y'all. being cursed by Flames fans. <laughs> yeah, 
this yeah this was also on our list like there was a red whole like the flames reddit was all about like finding curses for jake yeah, no, there, was, like, there were like actual fans reddit at the game tag that was like amheric curse yeah it was funny there were um, actual there fans at guys, the game, like, pulling their shirts yes. over their head and playing... <laughs> yeah, pulling their jerseys over their heads and then, like, making fingers at him. And you could see that yeah. Ottinger was just, like, really amused by this. Yeah. And, I mean, I think it only made him better. He was ridiculous yeah. in Game 7. Yeah, I think like, that's that what, game should I not have gone that's... to OT. That game should have been 8-2 to two yeah. in, like, the first No, it was literally periods. Jake Ottinger versus the Flames. Like, yeah. Yes. He was in God-tender mode, as I heard somebody call it. Yeah, that was... God-tender. That's the perfect God-tender. <laughs> Honestly, like no one on the Dallas like like he ha- Jake Ottinger has a case for the con Smythe just for the one round alone. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, that I that would not have gone to seven. Yeah, my intermission panel was saying that um during Stars versus Flames they were like, oh Jake Ottinger has a case for the con Smythe no matter how far they make it, and then the Stars lost, and I'm like, did you curse him? Did you guys jinx him? <laughs> I mean, Poor you kid. know what what you can do for good luck. Ripping your pants before a game. Apparently it worked for Tyler Bozak. Which his mm. wife actually tweeted, by the way. Like, Oh, she's funny. Yeah, and then it got retweeted by the actual NHL account. If it works, it works. Which there is... There you go. Oof. Being put on blast. Apparently it's not good luck to have one of your high school uh, photos... That you sent to some girl be posted by Drake, so. Yeah, that that didn't work so much. Sorry, Austin Matthews. Sorry, Austin like, Matthews. If you're if you're just a fan of Drake's music, what do you think when you see a picture of like shirtless, half asleep Austin Matthews show up <laughs> on his Instagram story? Like, what do you do with that? What 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 story do you make of that? I have no idea. Uh, casual Drake fans who know nothing about hockey, please let us know. I don't know why you'd be listening to this podcast, but let us know. Please. Especially, like, not knowing that that's a really old picture. I just, yeah. I have so many questions about what people think As, like, about it. like, teenage, <laughs> teenage boy. Oh, man, it got just, it just got so much weirder. All right. Yeah. Speaking of weird, though, Elliot Friedman. What you doing, bud? McDavid to Vancouver? Apparently. Yeah, so um, people like to make fun of Elliot Friedman for using the wrong abbreviations for the cities when he talks about um, players and and teams and such. And um, he actually tweeted um, about, I think, the the finalist for the Ted Lindsay. And it was like, uh, finalist, and there was McDavid. V-A-N, which is Vancouver. And everyone was like, dude, did you just break a trade? Oh, funny, funny. My favorite part is that Elliot Friedman underneath <coughs> it said, I'm going to leave this one up. It's so bad. Yeah, that was the I best I loved part. that. That yeah. was actually the tweet it, I saw buddy. first. And it yeah. was like, what are you talking about? And then I looked at it and I was like, oh, yes. Oh, that is actually Thank you that for bad. not deleting it. Yeah. There's some really funny replies under that. Like the Edmonton Oilers posted that like surprised blinking gif. Like... <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> it's like, we did not know this. How are yeah. we going to do that in playoffs? We have Drake posting Austin Matthews picks, but we also have um, Tom Brady and LeBron James um, trying to battle each other in a hockey shootout. 
That was weird. I actually must have missed this one because I have yeah, no idea what this one Yeah, I missed this one too. I didn't know it about was this so, one. It was like literally a random tweet that I saw, but it mostly... So it's... Um, uh, LeBron James is like, Q&A, folks. And then the response from Tom Brady is, you and me, five rounds, ice hockey shootout, who wins? And then LeBron James is like, me, but barely. Um, and then the best part for me was... Um, the response from TJ Oshi, can I get in on this? So I just love that vibe. So you're like, okay, casually. And those guys are probably, I don't think they know who TJ Oshi is. No, me either. Which is sad because everyone should because he's delightful. Wait, but isn't just... the next All-Star game in Tampa? Isn't next year's in Tampa? Yes. Or at least in Florida. Isn't Tom Brady coming back to play another season because he just can't stop playing football? I know nothing about football, but it seems likely. Didn't Tom Brady also play for Tampa Bay the last season? Yes. Is he coming back? I just, all I remember about Tom Brady is hmm. that he like retired and then went psych. Yeah. yeah I think he's done think, it twice now. Yeah, he's done yeah. it a couple of times. So we're just hoping for that to happen again and then for him to come to the All-Star game so he can like, yes. do a shootout. Let him do the breakaway challenge. Picking up what they're putting down. Let him do the breakaway challenge. There was a lot of bets around the Battle of Alberta. Like, um, I know that there was two uh, Canadian soccer players. I am sorry. I don't remember their names right now. Uh, One is from Edmonton. One is from Calgary. And they both play for Team Canada. And uh, they made, like, a bet about whoever's team won. They would, uh, the other guy had to, like, donate to that team's charity, which was really cool. Oh, I always love it when they're like, okay, but sure, we're going to make a stupid bet, but the money goes to charity. Yeah, yeah. No, I like, like I that. saw multiple of that. Like, there was a lot of uh, Battle of Alberta bets, but maybe that's just what I see being in Edmonton. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe the same stuff will be happening in Florida because it's also, you know, Battle of Florida, but that didn't mm-hmm. last very long. Well, and, and I don't I don't think hockey's the same in Florida. No, hockey's not as big in Florida. Yeah, like, I feel like it'd be more likely to be, like, if the... If the NFL teams were facing each other. Yeah. Oh, there was actually this really funny bit from the uh, Leafs leafing it uh, that I wanted to share, the social media thing. Um, so there's... um. The, the the you know the 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 uh, camera from Sportsnet is panning over the crowd and everyone's just like, you know, Leafs, leaf it, whatever, and like you can see this like sad Toronto fans texting everyone like oh, and then this other guy is just like he shrugs, he turns his hat around and it's a Pens hat. He's like, don't look at me, I'm a Pens fan. It's just I forgot about that. Oh man, that was good. Don't look at me. It's just mm. I like weird shit like that. I don't know. Personally, I find it kind of obnoxious when you're wearing merch for another team at a like at a game where they're not playing. Like it's yeah. understandable if it's like a player's old jersey where they're like not with that team anymore, but that player is playing. Yeah. Like that, that's fine. I get that. Um, but it's like it's just a it's just a pink. If there's hat. no relation, yeah. Like, I mean, I like I, I think like I went to Worlds and I wore like. Um, NHL hoodies. I'm currently wearing my Stay Gritty Flyers hoodie. I wore that to Canada games because Travis Sanheim was playing. Uh-huh. Um, I did not wear Makes it. Sense. Well, I wore it on the days that I went to a Canada game, so I might have, you know, ended up wearing it to 
non-Canada games, but like I'm not gonna change hoodies in the middle of the day. Are you kidding me? But I, it surprised me like how many um, people show up and things like what? How is that even? Though at Worlds there were a lot of like people just in their national team's jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some some jersey fouls though. But mostly that's me. Like, if you have a German a Team Germany jersey with Thomas Geis on it, burn it. Uh, there's a reason that man is not allowed to play for the Team <laughs> Germany anymore. Thank you very much. Oh, is this not a well-known story? Oh, my God. I have tea. No, sorry. I'm Googling. I thought maybe it wasn't podcast appropriate. Um, well, he expressed, he compared Hillary Clinton to the Nazis. Oh. Yeah, yeah. so uh, in Germany, they actually take Nazi jokes very seriously. And they were like, if you keep, um, there were a couple of things. It was like, oh, no, buddy, if you're like this, we don't want you on our team. Mm. So people showing up in, in guys jerseys and Team Journey were like, no. There was also uh, someone who had a pedo bear jersey. Yeah. Why? Jersey foul. Jersey foul. Our favorite Which, thing to do at it, that point. I'm like, just might as well. Just, I'd like. I'd rather you wear a Pens hat at a Toronto Maple Leafs game than that. So. Yeah, yeah. that's worse. Sorry, Pens hat dude. At least it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't funny, it would have been kicked out. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know about Speak- that. I just would have judged him. Yeah true speaking of uh people were judging content stealing on the internet's not cool y'all nope so um yeah this is this is actually just a bridge for puff to talk about something y'all yes thank you so uh i know this person on uh on twitter and i guess i would i say oilers twitter hockey twitter i don't know anyway she works for an oilers sort of fan group i guess and she makes a lot of like videos hype videos uh her name's kennedy she's really cool she makes really great content and uh the, somebody the leon Dreisel, you hot bitch stuff alone yes. has me in tears sometimes i know right it's so good it's so good um and she made this video that was uh play la bamba baby because the oilers had made the second round um well i think she made it before that but um and then somebody stole it and cropped off the end credits that had her credit in it. And Ugh. then we're, we're posting it every time the Oilers were winning a game. And uh, they posted it under this one win and it like blew up. And then the band who played La Bamba lost... Los Lobos. Yeah. Thank you. Los Bobos. Um, they, uh, they quote tweeted it and they said, oh, maybe we should play this live for the Oilers. And the Oilers like replied to it. They were like, oh, eyes emoji, DM us. And then, um, it just kind of kept going bigger. And then Sportsnet yeah, and it was on Sportsnet, posted Sportsnet, it. Twitter, um, and everywhere. And they like, they, they attributed it to the guy who stole the video. And then there was a lot of comments underneath that was like, hey, Kennedy made this. Um, and then like pointed her, them to her Twitter and they were like, you should delete it and repost it with the appropriate appropriate credit which they didn't do but they did add a reply tweet that said oh actual credit to kennedy yeah sportsnet um did add which, the credit eventually but like yeah but which like but like nobody's gonna see that right like if you're just no. retweeting the original tweet nobody's gonna open it so um that's very upsetting i know kennedy is upset i've talked to her a little bit um and uh she just deserves better than that like um is she getting 
money off of it? No, but like it's is uh, no, but like getting sense. seen and could like be a next step. Could lead to someone. Yeah, it could lead to opportunities. Which yeah, I know. I think it already has because that's how she got with that Oilers fan group page. Yeah. Is I'm pretty sure because her one of her videos got big. Um, so it's very upsetting that uh, this video was misattributed to somebody who just stole it from her. And, like, actually made an effort to take any, like, identifying information and any real credits yeah. out of it. Yeah. That's Don't so be shitty. a dick on the internet, guys. Don't steal shit. Credit your sources. Support your artists. Yeah, and he was saying all this stuff about, like, oh, well, you, you took the... You took the song, isn't that the same thing? Or you took the clips, that isn't that the same thing? And it's like, no, like Fair use, she buddy. did Fair use. edit it together, which is actual real work. And it's yeah, not like okay. she just didn't credit who the song was. Like she's like, this is no. the song, this is the artist. Yeah. So like it's just it's no, not the same thing. No, people tend to like be real dicks when they're caught out in. Um... Yeah, it's just very upsetting. I just like she deserves credit for her work. Mm-hmm. So we have a couple of things left on the on our list, and we have a, a very emotional thing that Jess and I are going to get very emotional about, and we have a funny one. Which one do you want to end with? Let's do the emotional one first, and then yeah, we can end with the silly one. Yes. Okay. So the Boston Bruins anthem singer visited Jimmy Hayes' kid for a very special performance of the anthem. It is a TikTok. We will link it. I am not able to watch it without crying. Yeah, so Kristen Hayes, um, who is the wife of the late Jimmy Hayes, posted it on her like family Instagram first, and I saw it there. And their oldest son, uh, Bo, is super into hockey. And specifically right now, I feel like kids always go through this phase where they're very obsessed with the anthems. So anytime he plays mini sticks in their basement in his little rink, um, they have to do the anthems before he can play. So she posted a video that the Bruins anthem singer in like his full suit that he would wear to a game came down and sang for Bo, who looked uh, very unsure at first, but then got into it. And it was it was very special. It's very cute. She posts a lot of really good family stuff. And like Boston as a community has been so great to that family. And I mean, hockey as a community, too, yeah. but. Uh, it's very uplifting to see little things like yeah, this. No, that I they saw do for similar stuff um, with Colby Cave and his wife Emily Cave. Like the, yeah. like the Boston community, the Edmonton community, the hockey community just really came together for her. So yeah, hockey can do some crappy things, but they're a good family. Gotta love it when when hockey is actually for everyone and is actually a family. Mm-hmm. And it actually makes you feel good. Yeah. Speaking of happier things that make us feel good. Thank you, Duck Social Media Admin. <laughs> yeah. You know what the people want. Really? And what do the people want, Puff? Jamie Drysdale and Travers Egress flipping their hair. Like, or just a reel of them flipping their hair. <laughs> Which is absolutely the content the people want. And absolutely. thank you for that. Like, that's the kind of off-season shit we, we want to see from all the teams. Like, ridiculous clip shows and like the senators keep posting like oh this is when our 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 guys are playing at worlds and this is you know like a peek behind the scenes at the draft no i want 15 minutes of brady kachuk woo girling 
That's the kind of content I want. Like, I don't yes. want your under construction locker room tour. I want to see hair flips for 30 seconds. Yeah, exactly. Just give us like the dumb behind the scenes. Like uh, Gabe Landeskog did this, uh, did these commercials with his wife. They posted the behind the scenes of that. It was hilarious. That's the content I want. Oh, I don't think I saw that. I'm gonna have I don't to think find I saw that. that one either. It's in. It's actually in our, our episode thread, by the way. But um, yeah, it was just it's like family. Like I'm the captain. Like he he has, has the C on at home, and it was she like she made fun of him, and like he had to pretend to step on a Lego, and it was just all <laughs> kinds of stuff. And he just, it's so silly, so funny. Like I love. I give love me it. all the behind the scenes stuff. Give me the mic'd up stuff. Like. Um, the the at Worlds they mic'd up Dawson Mercer for the uh, warm-ups. Give me more of that. Like, yes. Give me like stuff that shows that these players have actual personalities, because they do have them. Mm-hmm. Especially the kids. Yeah, especially <clears throat> the younger generation. Jess and I say as old ladies who were born in the eighties. <laughs> Barely, but it counts. Hey, yep. It's all that matters. All that matters. Though that is our, um, the content that matters is what we're going to end it with. Uh, we do, uh, have a couple weeks of playoffs ahead. Um, round three is going to start. We're going into round three, as we've said multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, we're recording this on May 30th, by the way. Uh, Memorial Day weekend for the Americans. Yes. Um, for a European, it's just like it's Monday. Yeah, it's um, just Monday yeah. for me too. I think. Hmm. I'm pretty sure it's just Monday for me too. Oh, good for you. <laughs> so for everyone except for the Americans, it's just Monday. Um. <laughs> so we're just like okay, cool. Um. So yeah, on this Monday, we are uh, looking forward to round three, which will be Oilers Abs in the West, and Puff and I are um, perfectly fine rooting against uh, completely different teams because we did it last round. Puff mm-hmm. won that time. I think it's my turn now. I, um, I have a feeling we're going to get absolutely steamrolled. Just <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. Depending on which we'll abs show up and how... Jack Johnson, please don't do that turnover thing again. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, to be honest, that I was the Jack Johnson special. Far, so. <laughs> it was the Jack Johnson special. <laughs> like, he was very... He, he, was, he was good in the regular season, but... He was a little rusty. I've been trying to yep. think of dramatic titles for Oilers versus Avalanche that involve, like, the return of Tyson Berry. <laughs> oh, there's actually... Tyson Berry's It's so return. funny because the Avs actually... Uh, in the first round, they faced their first round draft pick uh, of, of, of of this draft year. In the second... That's Matthew Shane. In the second round, they had Ryan O'Reilly. Second round pick that year. Third round, Tyson Berry... Third round draft pick that year. They did not have a fourth round pick. I do not want that to be an omen. Wait, was it one of you guys or was it somebody on Twitter that made the Scott Pilgrim joke? I don't know what you're talking about, so. Oh, (laughs) Nathan McKinnon has to defeat his evil exes. No, I know what you mean. I think somebody on the Discord made that joke. Yeah. I couldn't remember. I was like, it was either somebody, one of you. Nathan has to defeat his seven evil (laughs) exes. I, I personally thought that the tweet that said do not let Nate McKinnon and Tyson Berry alone in a hotel room together was very, very good. Yes. We do not want one, another Paris Fight great. Club injury, guys. We do not. <sighs> but 
But yeah, honestly, what we're trying to say is we care about the Western Conference. Like, in the East, we're just like... In we the don't East, have very I'm just like, opinions. I don't want the uh, the Lightning to three-peat. And otherwise, yeah, I don't Yeah, mostly really I just care. don't want the three-peat. I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. Brandon Hagel. I'm sorry, Nick Paul. I love you both, but no. Yeah, I have no teams, so I'm pretty much just anti-Tampa. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So we'll we'll wait to see what Game Seven Canes Rangers does, and they'll face Tampa, and then we hope Tampa gets knocked out. Sorry, not and, sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> you've you, you've had enough. You've had enough. You've had yeah. two in a row. You can you it's someone else's turn. Now. Or if you are Patrick Maroon, you've had three in a row. Yeah, Patrick Maroon beat you're, ash, you're some actual NHL dynasty. Don't get greedy, bitch. Yeah, don't get greedy. I say this affectionately, like, whatever. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll probably end up recording again two weeks from now. Uh, at which point we'll be waiting for the finals. The final round. And uh, by the time yeah. this is aired, you already know who's in the finals, I'm pretty sure. Probably. It's possible. In the meantime, you can find us on socials at uh, omgtwtpod. Or you can email us. Or you can email us at omg they were teammates at gmail.com where mac will undoubtedly have a fantastic response to you because that's just how great mac is i have access to the inbox but i'm not very likely to reply to you yeah puff is just like i'll read it and if you're a dick about Connor mcdavid i'll delete it if you're a dick about leon Dreisel, i'll laugh at it and then delete it <laughs> yeah probably if you're a dick about yes you will get blocked forever Yes. I'm going to make up a spam account and start sending emails for Mac to read. Do it. <laughs> and start doing it before Mac hears this, because otherwise it's not. Yeah, it's not the same if she knows it's, it's not coming. the same. Perfect. I did see someone say Battle of Florida and Battle of canadian florida and that personally offended me because alberta is obviously canadian texas yeehaw stampede baby